Hey, 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 love and light to each and every one of you guys. Welcome to the Dope Black Chick Podcast, your audio guide to releasing your dopeness. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Dope Black Chick Podcast. And today is an amazing show. I say that about every show, but <laughs> today is an amazing episode because we're talking about one of those taboo things that I love to talk about all the time. I encourage people constantly to talk about their cycles. I have named mine Ruby, and Ruby will be here very shortly. So, <laughs> you know, I um, encourage women to embrace that natural part of who we are um, and our existence. So the other day on Facebook, I posted about the fact that we don't also discuss how the hormones and uh, affect us our mental health during that period because for me i know i can have surging hormones in that time frame um few years back it was much worse than it is now uh, because i've learned how to regulate and to take better care of my body um but when i do have those situations like mental health is always going to be something that i'm dealing with but the, the the depression and the highs and the lows during that time are real and a lot of women do not because we're not paying attention or acknowledging that this is related to our cycle sometimes you can just beat up on yourself for no reason and not even really know why you're doing it so we had that conversation on facebook and my friend nikki decided to comment and i was like oh yeah you dropping gems so i'm a, i wanted her to drop those gems to my audience on the dope black chick podcast so i want to introduce to the audience um my guest for today miss nikki bell so nikki tell everybody about who you are and what you do real quick sure hey everybody um i am a First of all, by daytime, I say a personal chef. Then at night, I've transitioned to being, um, I guess right now I'm calling myself a modern modest, modern medicine woman. Yes. Um, where I'm really... <laughs> I like that. The modern medicine woman. I like it. <laughs> where I am really helping women to restore their vitality with... Um, learning more about their health and their diet, putting them on herbal regimens. So just really getting to know who you are, how your body functions, and then what's taking the best protocol for it. Because, you know, of course, we'll get into it in the conversation, but your, your period should not hurt. You should not be moody. You should be able to still go to work and carry on your regular activities if you choose to. So, you know, just really changing the dynamic around your period and how you relate to your body. So that is all what I'm about. Period positivity. Period positivity. I love it. <laughs> so, yes, let's go ahead and jump into it because um, you're right. A lot of, a, a couple of people commented and said, hey, you know, you're not supposed to be having these issues, which is true if you're taking care, proper care of your body, yes. which when I said normal, 
the normal average person is not taking care of their body the way that we should because we've never been taught to take care of our bodies the way that we should. So let's first talk about, like you said, the things that should not be happening. During okay. Well, you know, before we even get into that bit, let's talk for like 60 seconds about what your period is. Because a lot of women really don't even know what is happening on a day-to-day -day basis yes. in their body from day one. Like they don't know that day one of your cycle is the day you start to bleed. That's day one. Mm -hmm. So the menstrual cycle really is a part of the endocrine system. I'll try not to keep it get to science based here <laughs> but it's the shedding of the lining of the uterus yes so if the egg has not been fertilized all of that line lining of the uterus builds up and then it sheds every month and then we have the menstrual cycle day one of your cycle is when you start to bleed mm -hmm. the day that you the day before you bleed again in the following month that's when your cycle ends yes. mm -hmm. so it's from day one to the day before and that average cycle should be 25 to 35 days if you are bleeding before that or longer than that personally i say if you go past 30 days you're getting into some hormonal imbalances mm -hmm. so um with the key cycle being 28 days yeah. and that's being in sync with the moon um which is why oftentimes the menstrual cycle is referred to as the moon cycle and so yeah. forth See, hold on. wait 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 <laughs> wait you give them wait listen <laughs> i so agree with you and i am here with you but there are a lot of people who do not understand that the moon and our cycles are connected. Can you break yes. that down real quick? Because it really is. Yes. Well, it's called the moon cycle or the whole thing of with the, the moon is that because every 28 days we do get a new moon, yes. which is when you should believe. So let's say go back to tribal times when we slept underneath the sun and the stars mm -hmm. and everything like that. The moon helped to regulate our cycle. Yep. which is why it would come every 28 days and most of the time it comes at night yes it will come at night yes but when we you know modern society we started to move in sleeping in homes and in beds and having a bunch of artificial light connected to us that really changed the way that our cycle is i have only other have worked very hard to get my cycle to 28 days like that was a goal of mine for years. Yeah. Like, we gonna bleed with the moon. <laughs> like, we're gonna be in sync with that. So, you know, being mindful of that time frame. like, am I, is my period coming too early? Is it coming too late? And then it should always be bright red. It shouldn't be dark brown, black, or, you know, looking like you have chocolate mocha in your panties. Yeah. No. It really should be a bright red. And then also, you know, if it's heavy, we all know that having a heavy cycle is not a healthy cycle. And we're gonna refer to throughout this talk healthy versus normal. Yes. Because if you go to your medical doctor, they will tell you you oh, believe that's heavy, that's normal. But that normal is based on the abnormality of all of the other women. Thanks. 
So, you know, that's why we were going to say healthy versus normal. Because I had a friend that was saying, you know, oh, I bleed so heavy. I have to choose all these tampons, all these pads. And my doctor said that's normal. And I'm like, boo, get you a new doctor. <laughs> that is not normal. And if any doctor is telling you, oh, you should bleed in seven days, that's normal. That's not normal. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Your period should be three to five days five days max seven minutes pushing it you know um if you've got some hormonal imbalance but i was like get yourself in that three to five window with a change of diet so forth but we'll get a little bit into that i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. you're doing good girl because this, <laughs> this is everything but because i okay let me give you guys some background on me as far as it comes to i don't know my fascination with my menstrual cycle but um, I got my cycle at 11 and, or I started my cycle at 11 and, um, I just always used to read biology books. And mm-hmm. so I studied everything about, uh, the uterus and, and how it operates and all the things to expect. So I kind of taught myself cause again, nobody told me anything about your cycle. My mom was not talking about cycles. We were not having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have two other sisters. They didn't know. They just telling me the best that they know. So I'm going through books and trying to learn the, this stuff. So the science of it was so spectacular to me that I just thought it was amazing. And that is where my whole um, love of knowing myself and knowing how my body works kind of started. And I, I just really am fascinated by this cycle that we have. And I'm a 28 day girl. I have been a 28 day girl since I started. Since 11 years old, I've been 28 days. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. And, um, so when I recently in 2016, when I had, um, a pulmonary embolism, I was put on some pills and, um, it really, messed me up like my cycle was so heavy the period was so heavy and literally I was changing every hour wow so the doctor was like oh well you're on a blood thinner and I'm like that still should not that that has nothing to do with this like it shouldn't be this heavy so, um, of course, I had high blood pressure in response to the pulmonary embolism, and there were a lot of other things that were going on with me. And I just really started talking to my body and saying, okay, you're trying to get my attention. What is it that you need me to do? And so I started making changes, and those changes took me off of the um, blood pressure pills. I ended up getting off of those. I was off of the Zeralto. Um, all of the meds I got off within less than a year. That's and good. immediately, Ruby changed. Everything changed. Um, the hormones, my, horm- my up and down state was so different. It went back to seemingly normal. And I'm going to say seemingly normal. Um, mm-hmm. But it did go back to normal. And the bleeding ceased it tapered off um and i wasn't experiencing such heavy flow days anymore so and the reason that i say seemingly normal is because like you said this state that we call normal is a lot of the things that we're doing to our bodies is still not good some of the foods that i eat 
that's not good. Um, it's a lot of things. I don't even exercise like I should. I don't pay attention to my body the way that I should. So for me, the normal was, oh, you're going to have these mood swings. You're going to have some cramping, but it's not mm -hmm. going to be terrible cramping where you, you have to go to the hospital. It's going to be, you know, the cramping that you can get through. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about the seemingly normal versus healthy. Okay. So with seemingly normal, especially according to um, the American Medical Association, um, AMA is what I'll refer to from here on out, would be a 25 to 35 day cycle, bleeding anywhere from three to seven days. Um, is technically allowed to be heavy and painful as long as you can resume your normal activities. I think when you can't resume your normal activities, then your doctor's kind of like, oh, okay, well then boom, let's put you on birth control pills. Yeah. And all birth control pills do is trick your body into thinking that you're pregnant and they release artificial hormones to you every single day. Mm -hmm. It says, hey, she's not pregnant. We don't need to go through this whole hormonal changing of building up the uterus, shedding it and everything like that. And so what you end result, you do end up getting a lighter period, lighter to non-existing period. But and you feel better, you may not have heavy cramping, you may not have the heavy bleeding, but you haven't corrected the problem, which right. the problem is the hormonal imbalance. So when you're have estrogen dominance or progesterone is too low, you're going to get the moodiness that comes with your period. You're going to get the cramping, the sore boobs. Um, what else? The, some women have hot flashes, cold, yes, the, munch, <laughs> the munchies, um, yes. the, everything. the sugar cravings, salt cravings. What else do women experience? I even hear some women say they have swelling, like mm -hmm. um, hand swelling. swelling. Yes. Um, trouble sleeping at night. Yep. Sleep. Um, so, you know, there's like a laundry list of PMS symptoms that your doctor or medical profession will tell you that these things are normal and they are not. When your period comes, coming at night when sync with the moon, it shouldn't be crampy. You should not have um, heavy bleeding, even if it's within those first two days. Um, you shouldn't change a pad every hour. Your period should not have an odor. It shouldn't smell like roadkill. Right. I've even heard that, like, you know, some women will have like this, maybe this fishy blood scent or will smell like raw meat. Yeah. And those things um, should not occur at all under any circumstances. You should be able to, if you choose to wear tampons, changing that every two to three hours or less, um, getting away with a regular tampon, or if you use a menstrual cup, changing that every four to six hours, um, being able to sleep through the night with a menstrual cup and not getting up to change, or if you wear a pad, still being able to change that whenever you go to the bathroom and pee. Hmm. I remember I got my menstrual cycle when I was 10 and a half, and it was horrible. Really? Like, 
Yes, it was horrible. I would suffer from vomiting and mm. diarrhea. Like on that first day, I would get really bad gastritis. Yep. On the first day, um, like really bad bloating and my stomach would be full of pain and it would be so heavy. And this lasted from 10 and a half until maybe when I was 16 to 17, mm -hmm. it tapered off and the doctors would always say, oh, it's normal. You'll be fine. You'll outgrow it. Blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't until I was probably about 20 or 21 that it started to regulate and I got down to like my period would probably end about day three. Mm. And I didn't have the heavy bleeding. Now, what took place differently, um, I do not know. I don't know what happened. But then I had another change when I turned about 30. My period started to get longer. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm bleeding somewhere between five to seven days. Mm. And the doctor is still saying, that's normal, that's normal, you're fine. But I would get like this intense pain on the first day. I'm talking about like, don't talk to me. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to be bothered. It was very, very, very severe. Right. But what I did later on find out was that I had two small fibroids that were in the back of my uterus that were attributing to the pain that I was having and the excessive amount of bleeding and the long bleeding. So I was like, okay, that was an indicator to me. It's time for change. I'm not being good to my body. Right. There's something that I'm doing that's not right. Normally, the doc, well, I would say the doctor would say, well, oh, your mom, your grandma had fibroids. It's just hereditary. You're fine. As long as they are not too big, you're okay. That's exactly what he said. I even had a doctor tell me, oh, you're just a little fibroid monster. Wow. <laughs> I really? had that too. They told me that I had, because I had to actually bring it up. Um, like you said, when I, when I was young and I started my period, I was sick a lot. Uh, same type of things. My mom had to take me out of school so often to the point where they were like, okay, we're going to have to call DSS on you. Like she's wow. missing way too many um, days of school. And she's like, well, she's sick. What can I do? She took me to uh, at least two specialists and they were like, there's, it's in your head. This is normal. This is normal, you know? And uh, as an adult, I went to the doctor and said, okay, I believe I have fibroids. And they were like, well, what makes you think that? I said, well, it's, it's, this just shouldn't be this painful. Mm -hmm. And they told me, oh, you only have like two fibroids the size of grapes. It's okay. There's nothing wrong. That's normal. Yeah. And that, and that is unfortunately how, one, you will be choked up and put into the normal category. And then you're expected to just manage or handle the pain. You're not giving... Because for fibroids, unless they're large and they're like taking over your womb yep. space, they there is a disregard for that. But there's nothing normal about having tumors mm -hmm. in your body. Exactly. Like that, what a fibroid is. It is excessive muscular growth that's hard and nodule and they're feeding off your life force. Because whatever you eat, you feed them. And, wow. and so, and that's what causes them 
to grow, which is oftentimes with women who do have fibroids. If you have a semi-decent doctor, they will tell you to let go of the dairy, let go of the meat, try to eat more fiber and more vegetables. You know, you will get um, that remedy, which is the ultimate remedy for getting rid of fibroids. But I encourage you to not let a doctor tell you that you're heavy bleeding or um, your pain is normal. Now, I know we've said all of this, like, what is, you know, how do we change this? How, if I'm experiencing these symptoms, what's the protocol for me? What do I do? Because I no longer want to have these experiences. And I would say, unless you're ready to dedicate to a diet change, um, you probably will continue to have these symptoms throughout the course of your life. And I know so for some people to say, well, hey, I'm not ready to be a vegan. I'm not ready to be a vegetarian. I love teas. I can't live without pizza or alcohol and those things. Um, you know, there are some quick tips that you can do to at least maybe get you in a state of being manageable. Well, get that to us, girl, because you know I got to <laughs> have my wine, so I need to know. <laughs> I would say that if you aren't ready for a complete diet overhaul, at least seven to 10 days before your menstrual cycle, cut out your sugar. Okay. Reduce your salt, cut out alcohol, and no caffeine. No, no caffeine. Days before. Yes, and get rid of the processed foods. So eat as clean and as pure as you can leading up to your menstrual cycle, leading up to your day one, and then you will get a great reduction in your symptoms just by just committing to that once a month if you're not ready for the whole diet overhaul. So that's your processed food. So let go of the, the candies, the, you know, anything that's coming out of a box. Um... Reduce your salt, let go of the sugar totally. So sugar, reduce salt, and let go of caffeine. Because caffeine is really a stimulant. So this caffeine is really gonna make those menstrual cramps worse. So if you are a heavy coffee drinker, drinking two, three cups a day, that's why that that's why you got that period pain. Cut it out seven to 10 days before your menstrual cycle, you'll see such a big difference. And then I also have created an herbal formula um, called Women's Vitality that contains herbs that are supportive to a menstruating woman. So I, I, I'll take away the woman. So if, even if it's your teen daughter and they, they are still a child, like 12, 14, 16, and they're having these problems, this herbal formula will work for them because it's going to first balance those hormones. When your pedestrian is too low and you have what is referred to as an estrogen dominant body, which leads to fib- fibroids, it leads to endometriosis, which is another painful reproductive disease, Um, you're going to have that pain when your hormones are not balanced. But once you get on at least committing to that seven to 10 day diet and getting on an herbal regimen, you'll see a big difference with your next cycle. Um, you, you will. So for those who are said, well, I'm over this. I want to get rid of those fibroids. I don't want to deal with polycystic ovarian syndrome or, or any of those other. 
detox, starting with the detox. I'd be happy to walk anyone through a protocol with what you want to do with starting with the detox, transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle, just so that you can say, don't have to suffer in silence anymore. You don't have to miss those days of work or school. You know, you can still resume those normal activities when you're ministrating because you should be able to mm-hmm. do those things. You, you, your period shouldn't stop your life. You should still be able to be on go, mm-hmm. on go mode. And it would be nice if we lived in a society where doing that ministrating time, you could take the introspective to really connect. Because in the first few days, if we you know, throw a little spirituality in here, the first couple of days of your menstrual cycle is a very introspective, in tune with nature process that you really can tap in to spirit and God or source or whatever yeah. you refer to it and get some messages. Because in the Native American tribal days and in African tribal days, women were allowed to go and be by themselves because they know that they were going to receive a message that was going to come back and benefit the whole community. And we've gotten away from the introspective that comes along with the moon cycle. So you, when you're ready to restore that wellness and health, adding that introspective component to it to say, what, what message do I need to receive now during this moon cycle? Take time to reflect. If even if it's just 15 minutes a day when your cycle comes to meditate or just be in, in prayer and say, what messages do I need to receive that's going to move forward and change my life? And, you know, and get back to those wise woman days. Yeah, I feel so. like for me, with since I've named my cycle and I talk to Ruby like she is my girlfriend coming to <laughs> me every 28 days like she is my girl and so I prepare for her like I say hey girl what do you want to do like when I first start feeling like oh she's around the corner I'll say hey girl so what do you want to do this weekend we're going to do Netflix what movies do you want I'll pull those movies and we'll just like chill out of course you know I have the whole girl what kind of ice cream you want (laughs) (laughs) and I'll go stock up but just having that conversation with her and even like literally last month I was feeling some pain and I knew that the reason that the pain was different from that month um, from the previous months was that I did not take care of my body Um, and I was eating like lots of meat and just really doing things that I hadn't been doing so I knew it was going to be painful. So when the pain hit, I just grabbed my, my abdomen and I was like, Ruby, it's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't do you right. But next month, I promise it's not going to be like this. I'm not going to eat this meat like that. Like I, I, instead of just having that feeling of I hate this and I hate that I'm going through this, it was more just the appreciation and recognizing like, you know what? I have to treat myself right. And um, it reflects every month how I treat myself. That's what I'm getting. Yes. You know? Yes. It, is, it is a true reflection of how you treat yourself. It's also a reflection of your spiritual and your emotional things. Like I know often as women, we carry a lot of baggage. 
um, a lot of trauma and that baggage and that trauma is stored in our womb area. Mm -hmm. Like that is where we carry it. So if you are out of touch with your body, if you have stuffed emotions, um, just heaviness, weight from childhood or from bad relationships, you're going to constantly have a painful period, even yes. if you change your diet. I hear women who even do change their diet. They were like, oh, I went vegan and I did this, 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 this. It's because that was only a small component of the puzzle. It was only one piece of the puzzle. Right. It requires a full overhaul to tap into those emotions, maybe daily journal so that things don't build up, seeing a therapist so that you can talk about your bad breakups and bad relationships and childhood trauma and get those things out and release them so that every month when this is this cleaning cycle in sync with the mood, you can literally just flow. Love it. You can just it. you can just be in ease. You can just go with the uh, when your cycle comes, you should be really just flowing like the river. You should be in a peaceful state, feeling good about yourself, like my body is able to do this and go yes. through this every month. No, I didn't create life, but I have the ability to create life Great. and bring forth life and just be in sync with that. You know, because I know with the standard American diet, the average person is not willing to cut out and get rid of those things. Right. So using the tips that I shared before with changing your diet, leading up to your period. And then, you know, if you're going to, you know, choose to still be a meat eater, eat the best meat that you can and eat it in moderation. Right. You know, I'm not a one diet fits all um, type of um, health and wellness coach and herbalist. I'm, I'm not one of those people who says you need to go vegan. You better go vegan. I'm not that. But you got to find what's going to work for your body. And then in the event that you choose to consume meat, eat grass-fed beef, eat pasture-raised pork, eat free-range organic chicken, and eat it in moderation. Maybe not with every meal. Maybe not start your day with bacon or sausage. You know, maybe just have a plant-based breakfast, a smoothie, or, you know, scramble some spinach with your eggs or something mm -hmm. like that you know and choosing to be that to have meat in moderation and then investing in the best meat possible because if you live near a whole foods or if you live in a, a metro city you know that it's easy to just go in there and grab your meat but there also now are meat delivering services if yeah. you don't live within those areas where you can have your meat delivered to you it's a little bit pricier but i feel like your health is your investment it's where you're going to yeah. get the best return on your investment so that when you're in your 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s you're not dumping money into medical doctors or the pharmaceutical companies trying to put band-aids on issues that you created when you were much younger. Definitely. So there is a direct correlation between your diet and having a healthy menstrual cycle where you bleed for a short period of time, bright red blood that is light and is consistent. So every month you should come. I do want to encourage women to download an app, download a period tracking app. Yes, I, I use Flow. It's F. Me too. <laughs> I use Flow. It's F L O mm -hmm. um, to track my period. That way you can start to get in sync with it. Like, okay, this was day one. You can 
put in when it ended, which right. is the end of your period. Um, and then you can keep to say, am I at 28 days? Am I at 30 days? You can even track your symptoms. Was my flow heavy? Was it light? Was I moody? You know, right. you can track all of those. Was I, you know, cussing people out? Or was I having that introspective where I felt like I was in flow and going like flowing like the river? So, you know, I would say download the app, um, get rid of your uh, old menstrual products, your Tampax, your um, all of those off the shelf products because they are chlorinated mm -hmm. and they are messing with your hormones. So in the event you don't want to use a menstrual cup that may be too messy for you or you have a job where cleaning your hands is not optimal, um, invest in organic feminine products. Amazon will get you right if you can't go to the store. Um, and I don't know if you share links or something like that. I can send you some links. That okay, you can yeah, add. I'll put them in the um, article. Yeah, so so that people can, you know, start using organic pads or organic tampons that are going to keep you away from the chemicals that will turn around and affect your hormonal balance. So invest in a menstrual cup or well, organic products. Let's mm -hmm. talk about, um, before we close, let them know where they can get your herbal mixes and cleanses from. Yes. So you will be able to go to Teeny Tinctures and Herbs. Um, and Teeny is T-E-E-N-I-E. -E -E, tinctures, T-I-N-C-T-U-R-E-S-A-N-D-H-U-R-B-S. So Teeny Tincture and Herbs. Um, that's all across the board, website, social media, Facebook, Instagram. And you'll the formula I talked about today was the women's vitality formula. Yeah. So that is for women's menstrual health, overall health. So that's gonna help with those hormone balancing, regulating your mood. It's even gonna give you an increase of libido. Cause I know particularly with women yeah. sometimes over the age of 35, with those unbalanced hormones, <laughs> that libido is like, mm, babe, I'd rather go to sleep. Tonight. Right. <laughs> I need so, this. It, what is it called again? Women's Vitality. Women's Vitality. Look, I'm yes. going to have a link, guys, on the show notes. It'll also be in the article notes on the website where you can get this elixir. I am yes. definitely going to be purchasing this now. Yes. <laughs> it will it come in a tincture form. So with the tincture is an alcohol base that has brewed with herbs for it six to eight weeks. So you would take that directly under the tongue, um, just like a, a half a drop of full. And that's good for people who don't like to take pills. And then if you're okay with it, you wanna avoid the, um, not okay with the alcohol and you wanna avoid that, you're okay with taking pills. It's an herbal compound, so it would come in a capsule. I wish I would've grabbed some so I could show you. So three little brown capsules that you would take three times, not three times a day, three every day on an empty stomach. And that will get you right. Some women are dubbing it as like their happy pill. Like Listen, it, it keeps them even cute. They're not bitchy. They're not like, you know, all over the place. They can manage their kids. They can have like, just be in flow with their cycle. So I can say hands down of the women that I've had testing this month after month after month, we are very pleased with the results they are getting. 
Now I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the disclaimer. If you go out here making babies on me, that I, I don't that want no babies. Don't do that to me, Nikki. I don't want no, I don't want no babies, but I do want the vitality. So, I thank you for um, joining us on the show and sharing your knowledge about this issue because we don't talk about our cycles enough. I think we should talk about them all the time. We should have sister circles and discuss these cycles. Um, But I thank you for joining. And like I said, guys, you will be able to um, read in the show notes uh, and get those links so you can purchase your Women's Vitality Elixir. and tell uh, again, it's t- teeny tinctures and herbs, right? Yes, teeny, on yes, all social media uh, mm-hmm. platforms. So make sure you guys uh, check her out and follow. And of course, as always, we want you guys to make sure that you're following the dope black chick as well. And until next time, peace and blessings. <laughs>